job search can be a frustrating journey filled with long, lonely hours on a computer and countless attempts to get noticed by employers. ZipRecruiter gets it. No one wants to feel alone in their job search. That's why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They save you time by sending you jobs you can apply for with one click, and they pitch your profile to employers. So you stand out. Job seekers, feel the love. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. Lately, we haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily physical activity. This is a health crisis, and the solution is in our hands and our feet. It's on our shoulders. It's on our backs. It's in our souls. It's time to move and keep moving, America, wherever you are, however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function, pain management, and immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side, increasing your strength and mobility and improving your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Kyrie is a master at what he does. Kyrie is walking around wearing a green jacket, working out with high school teams and college basketball teams and NBA teams. Like, he is that special, special of a talent. And when you think about what he adds to the Brooklyn Nets, that is such an extra pop for a team that, scoring-wise, is one of the most gifted teams there is in the NBA. GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is our number three. Coming up, Eric Alexander at 215. Leo Haggerty over in Tampa covers the NFC South with us and the Bucks. He will join us at 230. Must be nice. Now you know what we feel like. Who's your quarterback exactly? This division is something else, isn't it? Um... Having fun with our conversations today. Keep the calls coming. It's been entertaining. Randy from the West Bank. What you got for us today? Gumbo. Potato salad in it. Yes or no? Apparently that is the most important topic today. Hey, Gus, man, this ain't even a question. There's no other way to eat gumbo than without potato salad. Straight up in it, Gus. Big old scoop of it. Second scoop on top. Man, you ain't even eating gumbo with rice in it, Gus. It's got to be potato salad. Got to be potato salad. I, I don't understand that, but that's fine. I mean, look, you know, where you from? I, 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 I was here, dude, New Orleans, New Metairie. I mean, like, I'm, <laughs> I, I believe me, I am, um, I'm absolutely a, uh, a, a local. I mean, I, 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 like I said, look, my wife does it. Same household, just yeah. I, I'm at a, I'm at a, you know, I'm at a loss. Try it, Gus. I'm trying, okay. Gus. I'm okay. telling you, it's, it's because what happens is the gumbo, it, 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 the, 
potato salad, it gets with the being in the gumbo, it absorbs the gumbo. It's different. It's a different texture. I, I, I like it way more than rice. Okay. But, hey, look, I, I, w- I want to say this about Brady real quick. Man, the amount of disrespect these people have for the GOAT is unbelievable, Gus. Yeah, it, it, to me, it's shocking he's retiring because he just threw for 5,400 yards and 40 touchdowns. Absolutely, I'm shocked the man's retiring. And that's that's what I that's what I'm like talking about here. That, that's the thing that's that's interesting to me, right? Is that I um I I it's why the poll is what it is. I I, I understand that there's some people sort of like, but I've never understood it. Like I can understand some sentiment of you know he's coaching Alabama with the Knicks. I still honestly don't get that to an extent. I don't. He won you a national championship. He set your program in a direction that it hadn't been. Went to Miami, didn't work out. Somebody offered him a job, he took it. How is that in the front to you? I don't understand. But I can still somewhat get the well, you're playing us, you're keeping us from winning the division and national championships. So that too is to an extent. But I don't understand how, like, a newer leaning, again, I'm not using my wife as an example, but I'm using her as an example, Brady. My wife, like, you bring up Tom Brady. I can't stand him. Why? What did he do to you? I, like, I can't understand the dislike, you know, because I don't know. I mean, even to an extent, like, he, again, Joe Montana. Joe Montana and the 49ers single handedly kept the Saints from winning games, divisions, Chances to the NFC Championship game. I I could understand the dislike, and still, dude, I loved watching Joe Montana and the Niners play. So, I I just I, I don't understand the, the the hatred or the dislike for him to an extent. It's not like he was a um a vocal guy that took to social media even before social media when he first started. That was brash, you know. Like Aaron Rodgers, I could see how some people dislike him, right? His attitude, how he speaks on things, and whatever. Like, you never heard from Tom in New England. Like, the most personality we've seen from Tom is the last two years in Tampa. Right. And look, I think people down here, like, maybe some of them don't realize how close, you know, Tom was to being on our team for the past two seasons. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think it's a question that we win the Super Bowl last year if Tom comes here and Drew retires and he don't go to Tampa. I don't think it's a question that we win a Super Bowl or at least make it to the Super Bowl. But I'm 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 really shocked that he's hanging it up. But then you know if you look at their salary cap, their free agents like their center, the wide receivers, all that, mm-hmm. I could see where he don't want to rebuild or come back to a team where the offensive line isn't great because you know he don't like to get hit at all. But man, like I, I kind of I'm gonna miss watching Brady play. Like I don't you know even if he's not in a division in a division, I mean Gus, look what we just watched in the past 23, 24 years, man. This dude absolutely dominated the NFL. Ten Super Bowls? Like, say that to yourself out loud, Gus. Ten Super Bowls, man? Yeah, no, I do. Like I said, I, I'm with you. I Watching him play the last two years, I still think the guy can play. Still accurate, still has got an arm. I mean, it's kind of incredible, too, you know. But um, I guess he figured, you know what, kind of go out somewhat on top. You want another Super Bowl in another place. They won the division this past year. They lost at home to the Rams. Um, and that team's probably not going to look sort of the same. They got hit by injuries here as well, which is, you know what, Randy? You know what? As Saints fans around here are probably going, 
now you guys know what it's like, what the Saints went through all season long right. with injuries and loss That's of coaches right. and all of that stuff. And, and, and they still had Brady and it was difficult for him. And the prospects moving forward are like, yeah, I'm good. So, you know, again, man, the division is open for me. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate it. I'm going to put hey, you hey, down look, in the Jordan me, column. Go ahead. Give me Doug Peterson and Jameis Winston next year, man. Doug oh, Peterson okay. and Jameis Winston. And we'll Got be it. just fine, brother. I'm telling you. All right, buddy. Thank you, man. Have fun on the best bank there. All right, guys. All right, bud. Desi, thank you for giving us a call, man. How are you? It's Dennis. De- Dennis? Mr. Black. What was that? Hello? Yeah, you can hear me? Yeah, I can, man. What's your name? My name is Dennis. They call me Mr. Black. Okay, what's up, Mr. Black? What you got, man? I'm born in Vegas, New Orleans, from the Nine War. Don't put no potential nowhere near my gumbo. Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, you can have it on a side plate if you want to do that, but could you, I mean, that's what I'm saying, like the thought no, of grabbing a heaping helping. like all in water. Don't miss high and cold. Don't miss. If I want something hot, I mean, cold, I can drink a cold drink with my, my gumbo. I don't need no potato salad. I don't need that sweet relish. I don't need all that egg. Thank I don't you. need that. Gumbo by itself. Thank you. That's it. I'm doing this right now. I'm doing the same thing like home run hitters when they come to home plate. I'm looking straight up. My hands are in the air. I look like I'm praying. You know, I'm conjuring. I'm, I'm, that's, I, I'm with you right now. I, that, 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 it, it's, it can't be explained any simpler than that. It's gumbo. It's gumbo. Like, would I put potato salad in chicken noodle soup on my chata? I, I, you wouldn't do that. No, no. I, I want potato salad with some fish. There you go. It's a good side. Your barbecues or, you know, I'm grilling yeah. my meats. I'm doing I, I 100%. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Hey, now if I was sitting down with a new coach, everybody talking about what they're going to do with this team, I want to know what you're going to do with my culture. Sean Payne, Drew Reaper, nice coaches. People want to come here. How can you make that better mm-hmm. or keep it basically the same? Bring it Bella. I prefer you bring it Bella. Okay. But you know, I wanna, what, what you going to do with the culture? You know, what's interesting to me is you're about the fifth or sixth caller today that has brought up culture along the first. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why they've been competitive. I think that's one of the reasons why you haven't had a lot of off-the-field issues, even in the locker room issues. And when they did, they cleaned it out and made that to that. And Mr. Black, to your point, it's one of the reasons why I think it is one of the premium jobs available right now, right? I mean, you're not Carolina, Denver, and I know Carolina's not available. There's some places, Jacksonville, like, who are they? You got to come up with what's your identity. I mean, much less a culture. You don't have that. Mr. Black walks into the airline facility. I walk into the airline facility. I immediately, when I address the team, can look out in front of me, and there's five to six captains. There's three to four players that are probably among the best at their position. And I'm looking at predominantly two-thirds, if not more, of gentlemen that have been in a winning organization and culture is done. Like, I just, I mean, but to your point, the the importance is how am I going to continue that? How am I going to accept that? Can I get along with these guys? Am I going to depend on them? Am I coming in going, it's my way or the highway, which is why, Mr. Black, I keep using the analogy of the military. You know, like in the Navy, when there's ships, there's commands, squadrons in the Air Force, you name it. You you just, you're, you're constantly revolving XOs and COs, but 
the, the basis, the genesis of what you have is there. It's still the ship. It's still the submarine. It's still the squadron. Like you can bring in your, you know, your ideas and thoughts, but it, it is what it is, if that makes any sense. And I think it makes sense when you have that many captains, when you have that many players that basically have been playing in the playoffs since they've gotten here. I, I, you know, we would almost be looking at it like this, Mr. Black, if we were in the NBA. This would be a team to me that needs a veteran coach, a coach that has won, has played, understands that. To your point, Mr. Black, and you look at Peterson, he won the Super Bowl. You look at some of these other guys, how can they come in and just, just continue what we have already sort of built and add your flavor to it and just not potato salad? <laughs> Thank you. Just not potato salad. See, look, I'm going to give you a prime example. New York Giants. After Tom Comfort left, y'all, they call him a military man. You got to be five minutes early. If I tell you five o'clock, I want to four forty five. But he, had, he was just strong with them. And look what they did. They won two championships. You know what I'm saying? They were tough. They, they made it to the playoff. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't the best leader. Always the best leader. But they understood the courts in New York. Once he left, mm-hmm. look, at, look at New York now. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, you know what I'm saying? We don't want to be like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think we need to get a quarterback because we ain't getting this quarterback an even book a chance. When we throw him out there, we had people coming off the bench, I mean off the street, blocking for him. We ain't never gave him a number one receiver at Michael Tom. I have a call. Mary, he wasn't playing. Don't get me wrong. Michael he played a couple of snaps. But we ain't gave him the best. Our defense did good. Let this man a chance for before we kick to the curb. Okay, he's not a fresh quarterback. I look at his history from those games when he did it those days. Come on, he did a big time game. We let him a chance. Mm-hmm. Now that's the number two question. I can't help me make this quarterback better for my franchise. You know, I like I it, no, Mr. Black. I hear you, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate the phone call, buddy. You know what I'm I don't care if they get a defensive or an offensive coach. As long as they can make the culture and the quarterback better, we can build from now. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, Mr. Black. Appreciate it, bud. Quick break uh, after we go to Joel. Let's go to Joel, and then we'll go to Eric Alexander. What you got, Joel? Real easy question, you know. You know, you ask you know, the, the, the new next coach, look, we got a closet full of bridesmaids' dresses. All these years we've been in the, in the hunt. We have one title and only oh, okay. to dance once. What are you going to do to get us to that next step to where it can be New England? It can be the Rams who've been there a couple of times in a few years. Uh, so and, almost like, what and, are we missing? Know, okay. What is going to take it to the next level, not just maintaining where you're at now? Is... The first step of that, though, one of the questions that I think, what is your vision at quarterback? Well, of course, of course. I mean, you, but you know what? Maybe you want him to bring that up by opening, by asking the open, open-ended question about, okay, here's where we've been. You know what we are. How do you get us above okay. that? Then, I, if, you know, if he doesn't address that in itself, that's a question on the guy you're hiring in the first place. Okay. Sounds good. Have a good one, Gus. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it, Joel. Uh, General D chiming in via text. DA is my choice. The culture is good already. And um, 
So the strength of the team is defense. They can run the team. DA is their guy. They listen to his voice as well. Carmichael can continue Peyton's offense. Need a quarterback that the team trusts and rallies around. Bridge Winston, perhaps, and fill the needs. Reassess the following year. I like it. Eric Alexander next on ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. At Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received Health Grades 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. What's more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things. Our commitment to quality and your satisfaction. Both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Non-attorney spokesperson, ad sponsored by Open Jar Concepts. Attention veterans and active duty military. If you were issued earplugs between 2002 and 2016 and were diagnosed with hearing loss or ringing in the ears, you may be entitled to compensation. The manufacturer of these military earplugs recently paid $9.1 million to resolve claims that their earplugs were defective, potentially exposing service members to damaging sound levels that could have resulted in hearing loss or tinnitus. If you or a loved one were issued earplugs and were diagnosed with tinnitus or hearing loss, don't wait. You fought for this country, and our attorneys want to fight for you. Call 800-493-5689 now for a free legal consultation and to see if you may be eligible to file a claim. Time restrictions may apply, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. So call 800-493-5689 now. Again, 800-493-5689. That's 800-493-5689. Oh, big talker, ain't you? The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill <laughs> on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. And welcome back to the Sports Hangover. As always, appreciate the time Mr. Eric Alexander will give us as he is a Super Bowl champ and a national champ with the Tigers and Patriots. EA, sir, how are you? I'm doing fine, Gus, on this beautiful uh, Tuesday morning. <laughs> Afternoon. There you go. Forget yeah, that. no, it's the same thing, believe me. I, I, I don't know what time <laughs> of the day it is for the most part. Um, Eric, I kind of want to I wanna hit a, a bunch of different topics, obviously, the playoffs, the upcoming Super Bowl, but obviously the, the big news today is Tom Brady stepping down. He had a chance to be his teammate for a while. What is it that we don't know that we've already heard from? Like what being a teammate and being in that locker room, you probably know better than all of us. What is he like as a teammate? Well, Gus, I mean, I have to be honest with you. Uh, I, my interactions with, with, with Tom were, were very, very limited. I mean, I, you know, I was a defensive player, so, uh, you know, I didn't spend a whole lot of time with him over um, on the offensive side of the ball. But I will tell you this, that, you know, I was basically the scout team imitating the, 
the defense that they would play every week. So I, I, I had to compete against Tom every, you know, every week, just imitating the, the defense they, that the Patriots would play that particular week. And he is, I mean, as we all know, he's, he's truly a, uh, a, a competitor and, and very detail oriented. Let me tell you, if you weren't where you were supposed to be or where he was expecting you to be as a, as a linebacker or, or safety or a corner, he would make sure to pull you to the side and say, Hey, this particular guy is in this, you know, in, in this position when we show this, this look on offense. So from, from that perspective, you know, very detail oriented as, 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 and it just goes to his film study and, and just how, um, you know, in, intelligent he was on on the field. Um, you know, he he has all the attributes of of a winner, a competitor, a, a, a good teammate. Um, uh, you know, always first one in the locker room, last one to leave. You know, mm-hmm. you know all the cliches, but uh, just just a just a a guy with a drive to to do the right thing and be the best. I mean, I, I really don't know how to explain it. His, his drive is, is really unmatched uh, from, from what I've seen. Right. Eric, I think one of the things, obviously, every time we, we have a retirement or even sometimes when you kind of just look at players, you always see on the graphic on the screen a bunch of different numbers and stuff, man. I, ten Super Bowls, seven that you actually win, but just ten. Haven't gone there. You always see – how difficult it is. We we saw the 16 years here with Sean Payton, 15 with Breeze. We all thought there was going to be a lot more than one trip. It, it it really is, I think, sometimes remarkable when you think the man's been to 10 in his 22 seasons. Yeah, every other year, huh? I mean, if you look at it, every other year the Patriots wound up in, in the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, he's. it just goes to show you that, yes, Tom Brady was, was – was good, but especially when he was with the Patriots, I mean, he had uh, he had a good supporting cast too on offense and on defense, and it takes a uh, it takes a, a full team team effort um, to to make it. Like for instance, like this this past Saints team, I think they had a, a championship defense. I think they had a defense that possibly could have gone to the Super Bowl, but they didn't have an offense to match it. You know. Um, so I just think that, uh, you know, the Patriots were able year in and year out to, to put a, uh, a good, a good team, um, together. And I, and I think that's what, um, that's why they were so good for so many years. I mean, it wasn't necessarily about one player. It wasn't necessarily, um, about one side of the ball uh, right. they were able to, to to put it all together for for a very long time so kudos to, to that to that crew that coaching staff the the general managers who you know picked the players i mean they, they just done a great job speaking with eric alexander at ea underscore lsu tigers the way to follow him over on twitter um so we have the new super bowl coming up or the, the 56 and over in the afc man joe burrow i mean look obviously you're, you're part of lsu game day live so you followed his two seasons here at LSU. You've seen it since then. Him, Jamar Chase as well. Tyler Shelvin's been in there. Are you surprised by the fact that he took the Bengals two years after two wins to the Super Bowl? I am, but uh, but sh- I, I don't know if I should be. 
because I mean, he it seems like that Joubert can do anything he wants to do. I mean, after leaving Ohio State and you know, kind of coming into LSU, and you know, his first year at LSU, I mean, it was serviceable. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great, but then that next year, man, I mean, all the all the pieces were in place, and 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 he's just been on a meteoric rise really since then, right? Uh, you win the Natty, you win the Heisman, drafted first overall, and 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 now they find themselves uh, for a chance to win a Super Bowl. So, um, I, you know, I I am surprised, but I don't know if I actually should be because he's seems like he he's been able to win on every level. I think one of the things that also stands out is. Look, and I get it. You have to make plays all the way around. And and having a guy like Chase and defense stepping up and making plays, I, I get all of that. But it, it it's coming in and, and sort of like Brady. I'm not saying Brady-like, but having that confidence and belief, right? I mean, Eric, when you were on the defensive side, you're like, hey, you just get one stop if you're trailing. Or if you know, you know the offense is going to do their part, you just sort of do your part. The fact that this guy has... Everybody on that team, essentially, that has a social media account talking about how confident they were watching the video before they were going to warm up against the Titans. And you got guys going out there, I mean, talking smack, you know, the, not, not, not to the team, the, the Titans, but saying, Hey, we're here to win. It's about us. This is our time. Like this is a, this is an organization that won two games last year. I think that's the thing to me that surprises me more than the, the deep throw of the right read is that he's brought that swagger. To everybody, it's not just his swagger, and he and he's all about sharing that swagger. If that makes sense, yeah, it's contagious, huh? I mean, I think I, I think to play quarterback on any level, you have to uh, exude some sort of of confidence, and I think um, he certainly has done a good job of that since he set foot uh, in that organization, and um, I, you know. We, Sean Payton talked about it a lot in his his retirement presser uh, was culture. Uh, I think Joe Burrow immediately changed the culture of that organization. Uh, I think along with the with the coaching change a, a, as well. Um, but you got a guy who comes in. He's from the state of Ohio. He's tough. He's smart. Um, he, he works hard and. And and he and he produces on the field. You know, you can have all those things, but if they don't accumulate to anything on the field, then it, it, what does it matter? So I, I think that uh, yeah, that the guys around him are feeding off of him, and uh, and everybody's growing, growing. Uh, that whole organization is growing, but it all starts with with that culture change, that uh, that that winning culture that started when Joe Burrow got there. Who do you like two weeks from now? Do you, do you think that the Bengals can do it? <laughs> Man, is why 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 couldn't they do it? That's what you I keep know? saying. Why I mean, not? <laughs> I've said that all playoffs. Why not? Tell me why not. I'm like, you know? why could why couldn't they do it? I mean, you look at you look at the okay. I'm just thinking about their opponent. You look at the 49ers Rams game. The 49ers are in a Super Bowl if that guy could catch a. a, a uh, interception that's right yeah. in his hand, right? He, they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, so I, I don't see why they couldn't beat 
the Rams. Um, I mean, Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against the Titans. I mean, I, I know that's what everybody's fear. I mean, that was my fear going into the Kansas City game. But, I mean, they kept them pretty upright for the, for the most part. I mean, considering what happened the week before, you know, uh, right? So, I mean, I think their offensive line made vast improvements over a week. Uh, because they know that if they can give Joe Burrow some time or at least give him a lane to be able to step up, you know, run for a couple yards, they got a chance. You know, they got a chance. The, the, the Bengals' skill players are, are, are pretty good over there. and uh, it, But all Joe Burrow needs a little time to get them the ball. So I think they have a chance. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but – if I if I was a betting man, I will I will put a little scratch in the game. Uh, I think I, I think I'm rolling with I'm rolling with the Bengals. I am. Why not? Like I said, it's literally my phrase. Why not? Um, I can't let you go without asking you, of course, one or two tidbits when it comes to the Tigers. It came out today. Caleb Williams did decide. It, it was reported that it come down to LSU and USC. He's going to USC. But that said, my man, what do you think of? Um, it it kind of seems like. Brian Kelly's gone to work in Baton Rouge, right? With this transfer portal, getting a player here, getting a player there. What do you think of the videos of him dancing, doing the gritty? <laughs> oh wow! Something, something. Well, I would say I would. would I want to. Un, you know, you can't unsee it, but I mean, he's gonna come out with another video next week that I'm gonna say I. I you know, I can't right. unsee it. So I think that's just gonna be. We may as well just get used to that. Uh, but no, he's done a good job. I mean, he he knows that if LSU is going to have, uh, I guess, have a chance for immediate immediate success, like he's going to have to get some players with some um, with some experience in here to to be able to play and and and, and provide that depth right away. So he, he's he's really attacked the transport portal heavy, which we all knew he would. Um, just like a lot of some other teams have have done, um, I guess in recent history, uh, Mel Tucker, Michigan State, they did a great job of really going out and, and getting some guys from the transport portal and look what they were able to do uh, last year with that season. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, he, I mean, from what I hear, despite all the, the goofy dancing and all that, I I, I feel like. The guys who come here, they genu- genuinely um, appreciate and like Brian Kelly. I mean, we can we can you know, and you know, be not upset, but we can just think that the dancing and all that is weird. All we want, as long as we're getting the players and, and we're able to compete next year. I mean, that's pretty much all I'm worried about. I'm going to send an email, maybe a little text to Jeff Brenner, and I'm going to make sure the very first L- LSU game day show there'll be a gritty dance off i'm gonna say you're going to win of the other three gentlemen jacob hester gordy rusher victor howe who has the best shot at even remotely making it a game uh i mean I'm, i gotta go with the young i mean i gotta go with jacob uh okay. i mean just 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 <laughs> pure youth uh I, I, <laughs> I mean i know he has i know he has sons that are probably doing a gritty around the house all the time so i'm pretty sure he you know he gets to see it see it all the time so I, yeah i'll probably jake will probably give me a run for my money i'm sure okay yeah I, i'm just i'm making this happen I, I gotta make it happen i got it because it look it honestly is one of the storylines Maybe not specifically the gritty, but Brian Kelly trying to connect with these young players, hitting the transfer portal. And um, I think it's going to be one of your first segments, you know, obviously heading into the season opener, man. 
Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, you will see us doing the gritty on our first show next year. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm texting Jeff right now. At EA underscore LSU Tigers, the way to do so. Give him a follow, Mr. Eric Alexander. Thanks, man. I'll touch base with you again the week before the Super Bowl. We'll see how the both teams are heading into it, and we'll get your official final pick before the game. Thanks, bud. You're welcome, brother. Take care. Adios. <laughs> Adios. Uh, Leo Haggerty's next. Is he crying? Is there a beer? Or is there a tear in his beer? I'm going to ask him if he would put potatoes. Oh, I meant to ask Eric Alexander if he puts potato salad in his gumbo. I'll text him. Or Tango Radio Speedy Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. You've seen the last of Baker Mayfield in the Cleveland Browns uniform. They've got to figure out with that $19 million fifth-year option... Somebody else may take it on and look at it as an opportunity to pick up some draft picks along with that in a trade. But I think you've seen the future go bye-bye. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. My dad served in Vietnam, the 82nd Airborne Division. He never talked about it. And my mom knew not to ask. So dad buried himself in work and self-medicated and would lose his temper sometimes. Loud noises would put him on edge. It got rough. So I finally said to him, Dad, you gotta get help. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern, but help is available. Dad finally went to VA for one-on-one and group therapy and got some really great tools to help him manage things. And I got my dad back. Hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. There's a tear in my beer cause I'm crying for you, dear. You are on my lonely mind. Leo Haggerty, welcome back to the world of poverty, sir. How are you this afternoon? You know what, Gus? 28 teams in the NFL went yeah. wow. Yeah. One team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went, you know what they're going to say, but I can't say it on the radio. <laughs> and three teams in the NFC South went, yep. yes, yep. we can get in the game now. Leo, the, that's pretty much it. No doubt the 2022 NFC South division winners will be your New Orleans Saints. You know that, right? I'm not fighting that one, Gus, unless, now remember, the Buccaneers went out and got Tom Brady. Who are they going to bring in next? Hey, 
Could Aaron Rodgers be a possibility? Stop, stop it. You're you're drunk already, Leo. Here's no, the reason no, Tom no. Brady the reason Tom Brady is retiring, Leo, and because he can't play anymore. Why is he retiring? Correct. Exactly. Correct. Because you don't know what kind of Bucks team you're going to have. That's why. So Aaron well, Rodgers isn't going down there unless you can somehow rekindle it again and, and try to re-sign all those players and, and try to do what you did two years ago, which I don't Here we go. Ready? Because we get this all the time here in New Orleans. Can you all do it financially? <laughs> you, you know what, Gus? This is a funny thing. Mm-hmm. And again, this is all supposition, and I've got nothing to base it on other than my astute knowledge of the NFL for the past 50 years. I think Brady came down last year with the idea of playing two years, figuring the first year he'd get to know, get to feel, never expecting to go to Super Bowl. This year was the year he expected to go. Last year when they won it, I got a feeling he sat down with management and said, okay, look, if you can bring the whole cast of characters back, I'll take another run at it, which they did. And, I'll tell you what, Gus, there were times this year, especially in that second New Orleans game, where he looked 44. And it's gotten to a point, I think, where he was tired of getting hit. And I don't blame him. Uh, I think he gave the Bucks one more year than they thought they would get out of him. He definitely gave him a Super Bowl, which is one more than they thought they would get out of him. And uh, it, it, he rides off into the sunset. That's what upsets me about the media is that people were just throwing this out after the last game that Brady's retiring. Well, there were so many rumors going around that I don't think this is the way he wanted to do it. Right. He didn't have any choice. And and I think that was because I could have came out at the last game and said, Brady's retiring. I got an anonymous source. And that's what people did, hoping that that spaghetti hit the wall and stuck. And that's not a right thing to do if you're to me, especially to a guy like this. Um, what kind of team are the Bucks going to have next year? Because here you go, ready? We get this all the time. Who's your quarterback? What is Bruce Arians going to do at quarterback? Well, Gus, I, right now, if they had to go with someone on the roster, I think they're still good to win seven or eight games. Just with how good this team is. Again, the biggest problem is not going to be quarterback, as dumb as that sounds. What do you do with Chris Godwin? What do you do with Leonard Fournette on the offense? What do you do with Indomitian Sue on the defense? There's a lot of holes that could end up being unfilled. I, I think they could get by and get to the playoffs with a serviceable quarterback. And, Gus, you're going to laugh about this. Guess which name is creeping up among everybody's thoughts of who could come here? Two names, Gardner Minshew and Teddy Bridgewater. Good that luck with was, that. No, that like, was, like you, know, you know what? Fantastic. Keep uh, pass that along. Go ahead and make those moves. I'll take my chance to whoever the Saints have on those two. Now, seriously, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Again, I love Teddy. Nice guy. Really connected with the city. Carolina said, "Come be our starter." One year, good. Denver said, "Come be our starter." One year, good. We're good. What? Good. You know what? Make it three times the charm. Have Tampa sign him, and I will take my chances with Teddy as your starting quarterback any day of the week. Okay. <laughs> Again. <laughs> no, it's easy because I ain't throwing you... the ball over 10 yards. I mean, go what? please, go ahead and do it. What? Go ahead and do it. What? You know what, Gus? It got to that point down here this year. 
there weren't a lot of passes thrown over 10 yards, yeah. especially when Godwin was healthy. Yeah. They ran that jet jet Z screen like it was a trick play three or four times a game. Let me ask you this, and, Leo, before before I go, and I, and I lose my train of thought here, because I, I had a caller, Uptown Ruler, and I don't know, I, I didn't, I hadn't even thought about it. Would Tampa call Jameis Winston? Wow. Exactly. That, I, when he said that, I wow. wanted to say something's wrong with you, but quite honestly, you're familiar with him, even Bruce Arians. I mean, I'm like, I, you know? I, like I said, when you got the good Jameis, he was really good. When you got the bad Jameis, he was really bad. But again, since he had that LASIK and came to New Orleans, the guy was playing extremely well till he got hurt. Extremely well. So I think with a serviceable quarterback, this team could still win nine games and go to the playoffs. Can they win the Super Bowl? Probably not. But tell me anybody who thought Cincinnati could even get there this year. So, again, stranger things have happened. And uh, <laughs> real quick, did Los Angeles and Cincinnati win it, or did Kansas City and San Francisco just give it away? Wow. Yeah, no, no, you can look at it like that on, on both sides for sure. Um, Got to make the plays, though, and I think, Leo, that's the thing that um, that I've realized, and even in sports too as well, making plays and not making plays to me is the same thing, right? I mean, you, the, the teams that didn't finish that game off, you, know, you didn't finish the game off. You you made a decision before halftime that came back to haunt you. You had first and goal inside the 10 with 135, and I thought you you got cute. You, you took away the aggression. You wanted to eat clock instead of eventually score, instead of just score. If you score, you put the honest on, here we go, a young quarterback to come back and have to score a touchdown to beat you. Um so I, I thought you could just see it in the sense of just taking away that aggressiveness. I mean, they were moving the ball right down the field. Boom, 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 boom. Had the Bengals on the defensive side. To the Rams and 49ers standpoint, kind of along the same line. San Francisco, you had a chance. You were up 17-something. It, it wasn't just a three-point game. You had an opportunity. Got to make plays. So, you know, yes, you can look at it as the other team gave those away. And look, at the same time, though, it you that's part of the game. Making the right play, being prepared for game game situation. Buffalo, you can say the same thing, Leo. They uh, absolutely gave away that game, not squib kicking that. Well, that's it's part of the game. That's why that's why some coaches are good and others are gonna have sleepless nights, man, into the all season because Buffalo should have never lost that game with 13 seconds ever. But Sean you know Payton what, said it uh, on the Dan Patrick show. They played the wrong defense with 13 seconds. Absolutely, and you know what we call that in the coaching profession, Gus exhaling. You let your foot off the gas. You forgot what got you to that place. And the 49ers, Buffalo, and the Chiefs all forgot, hey, keep the foot on the gas. Don't let up because, hey, guess what? They call it the NFL for a reason, not for long. And if you go not for long, and Kansas City had no idea how to deal with eight-man coverage. They were three, and Mahomes couldn't find a body. It was it was crazy in the second half. So kudos to the uh, uh, Cincinnati defensive coordinator. And uh, you know what, Gus? It, it's amazing that we're looking at two teams that we've kind of stuck a fork. It, it's 
three quarters through the year and said, hey, and all of a sudden they got hot. It reminds me of the Buccaneers last year. Mm-hmm. They crept into the bye week, week 13. And lo and behold, they got hot and got healthy. And that's mm-hmm. the key. You made my day today, Leo. You made my day today. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And hey, by the way, when do you get into Tampa? Tulane shows up here Sunday. I do. I, I get there. We leave at 10 a.m. on Saturday, and uh, we will land there like, I don't know, what is it, one thirty or something Eastern time, whatever. And then, well, um, then we leave I'm We five, leave at 4. So. Go ahead. I'm, I'm five minutes from the airport on Saturday, so I'm thinking you're behind up. We're well, going well, out we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how that goes because, I mean, you know, like I said, you've made my day today. Um, I love the fact that Tampa could maybe go get Teddy Bridgewater. Please pass along the Bruce Arians. That would be a fantastic choice and decision. Um, guard miss you. That'd be great. Lots, lots of storylines. Take that as well. That's just, it is interesting to know. I wonder if they would, if they called Jameis, do you think Winston would entertain that? No, I don't think he would because, and again, I'm going to go back to my last question to Bruce Arians after the Atlanta game where Jameis had just thrown the pick six, and I went to Bruce Arians. Is Jameis fixable? And I got a pregnant pause for about 10 seconds. And he said, we'll decide that in the offseason. I turned to Roy Cummings, who was sitting next to me. I said, oh, he's gone. Yeah, He is gone. Yeah, And that, that, that showed me that they lost confidence in him. And you know what? I think... Jameis doesn't want to come back. He wants to show him, hey, look, <laughs> win. I just don't have to win with you. No, I agree. I agree. You made, made the wrong. Yeah, exactly. You made the wrong decision, or it, it is how it is about that. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if now again. You, you know what? You know what does talk though, Leo? Money. All Money. it takes is one, one big deal, and all of a sudden, in your feelings, or whether or not it can be fixed or not. Because again, you look at the landscape of um of the quarterbacks either available in the draft. You now look. You, you, Tampa drafted Kyle Trask. Right from Florida, could could that potential? Could they go that route? Do you think they go veteran? I guess it depends with what you do with the, the rest of the veterans, right? If Godwin and Fournette, and you just say, "All right, look, we won a Super Bowl, let's just reset this franchise here," then maybe you do that, right, Leo? But if you keep those guys, Gronk doesn't retire, then you probably do go for a veteran. Yeah, you got to because I I don't think Bruce Arians will come back. I don't think he's up for a rebuild. You know, the guy's 68 years old, like myself. And when you look at what goes into making that franchise, yes, Tom Brady came in. But you know what? They had a real good core. If they keep that core, they go back. And if they don't, Tom Brady is going to get a long look because now you're saying, okay, is this the guy? Sounds good. Thank you, Leo. Appreciate the phone phone, uh, time today, bud. Hey, always good to talk to you guys. Say hi to everybody in New Orleans for me. For sure. When we come back, I'll tell you about a close friend of mine that just disappointed me. It's the Sports Hangover at ESPN New Orleans. The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. 
Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the king at 909-KING. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516 or online at reedsmetals.com. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Shame on you. Mark Shafisi. Shame on you. First off, thanks for listening, buddy. Uh, B, apparently he does put potato salad in his gumbo. I'm absolutely shocked. Family of restaurateurs, and he puts potato salad in the gumbo. I don't get it. General D, as he said it, though, you, one of the best gumbos in the cities, he says, is Mr. B's. You order it, they do not bring potato salad in the gumbo. Potato salad is a side. Just saying. I, I don't get it. Eric Alexander, I text him. He says he's half and half. Does it sometimes because he says uh, it's a nice change up, but he says not from Louisiana, though, so therefore not a traditionalist. In case you're wondering what in the heck we're talking about, <laughs> Jordan earlier today brought up that he puts potato salad in gumbo, and I apparently was shocked that he is not not even not not alone. Apparently, it is it is a, people feel very strongly about it. Byron Brown on Twitter. Of course you put potato salad in gumbo. Come on. No, I, I, I don't. Uh, someone else on Twitter. Potato salad on the side and scoop it on the gumbo. Winning. RPL. Potato salad never touches my plate. Never mind my gumbo. White rice only. The Bima. Not the only one that doesn't do that. Speaking about me. Chichi get the Yayo 83 on Twitter. Gus put some respect in the potato salad in the gumbo and a grilled cheese sandwich. That's an interesting meal right there. A nice hot bowl of gumbo with a grilled cheese. My son adores grilled cheese sandwiches. Joe on Twitter. I don't, but my wife did. She had to have potato salad either in it or on the sign. My wife does. I, I text her. I'm like, cause I, like, I know you put, like, in, in white beans or when we do the, um, you know, the cabbage and, and, and beans thing for, like, New Year's Eve and stuff. I mean, the first thing she does in a bowl is just, whoosh, I mean, a heaping, helping thing of mayo. And I'm like, whoa. I'm out. I'm out. Um, and I, I am not somebody that doesn't put a lot of things on there. That, I'm, that's not me. I, I'm Spanish, Italian. So we put sauces and gravy and things on everything. 
I, now, look, I get it. Everybody does different things in different cultures. If you're Spanish, you know what I'm talking about. You put lime on everything. I mean, <laughs> lime goes on everything, and it goes with everything, at least in my book and in my family, right? My wife goes, "What? why are you putting lime on that? I'm like, I put lime on things. So I get it, and it's like what Buddy was saying back over in the LaRose Studios, that down in the bayou and the cages, that's, that's what they think. If you grow up with it and you taste it, you won't know any difference. So I guess if I had have grown up, my Aunt Rita's gumbo, or now my dad's gumbo's taking that over. And it comes with potato salad in it. I guess I wouldn't know any different. I probably still would ask, though, what, why is potato salad in, in the, like, cause I, chopping potatoes in it. You do that with soup, right? With chicken noodle soup, you put a bunch of different things in there. I don't know. I guess I look at it as ingredients, right? If I make a bowl of chicken noodle soup, carrots, the chicken broth, like your the chicken, like you're putting things in the soup to make it said soup. You're adding a dish to the other dish. That's I guess that's where I, I'm I'm losing it. Like as I'm making my gumbo, the roux, cooking down the sausage and the chicken. Making my rice, they might, would you put it in the gumbo while you're cooking it? By every indication, y'all that do that, you grab made gumbo, made potato salad, and put it together. <laughs> All right. They teach his own, man. Whatever makes you happy. I'm all about it. But it's been interesting. It's been interesting to kind of hear that. I am definitely in the minority. Here and around these parts. All right, so let's see what some of the questions that head coach Sean Payton, head coach Sean Payton, the new Saints head coach, it's going to take a while to get used to that, right, uh, has been asked by Mickey Loomis, will I guess only know in time when they do hire the new head coach, and that presser probably will start with, why him for Mickey Loomis? Again, Brian Flores sat with top Saints officials last night for dinner, sets interview today, or maybe part of that was yesterday. Uh, still to be interviewed, Aaron Glenn tomorrow on Wednesday, either tomorrow or Thursday, Dennis Allen, and reportedly Mike Garofalo, NFL Network says Darren Rizzi, the special teams coordinator for the Saints, also going to interview the Dolphins have interviewed him for the head coaching job. Hey, thanks for all the phone calls, man. That was fun today. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, buddy. Matt Moscone, and after further review is up next, we will see you tomorrow on Hump Day. Don't forget tonight, 6 o'clock, it is the Pelicans and Pistons. We'll go over that game as well, pregame at 5.30. Enjoy it, folks. It's been the Sports Hangover on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. (laughs) 